three, two, one. Music's playing. <laughs> Music's playing. Music's playing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Astria D&D Presents Yotina's Mercenaries. I am your DM, Mammoth, a.k.a. Kenny. And this is episode two. And with me, I have my dear friends. Hi, I'm General, and I play Eric Withake. Um I am a dwarf druid. Hello, everybody. I am Green. I play Coco Pepidu, the Eladrin Bard of Glamour. Hey, y'all. I'm Chip. I play MK002, a warforged monk. I am the jar of non-alcoholic gin, and I play I play pizza, the drow psi fighter who only speaks under common. Hey everyone, I'm Zero, and I play somebody, just your unassuming villager. Awesome. Everybody's here, and we're getting ready to start episode two. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode one, I don't know what you're doing. Go back, listen to episode one, and it's back there. <laughs> um, and while you're back there, why don't you go ahead and listen to session zero, too? We had a really good time talking about um, this campaign and showing you guys what a standard session zero looks like. There's a lot of great discussion. Um, it, was a, it was a good time. I'm really, really happy with it. But last time we left off, our friends had all met each other. They met Yotina, a sweet little gnomish lady who they were going to be working for, escorting her around various places across Astria as she investigates different things and gathers information about places and things and people. Um, they're all brought together by Volo, um, Volotham Gadarm, um, renowned writer, um, author, Apparently, he teaches in Waterdeep. Um, Apparently. And they all met at the Sheep and Shepherd Tavern, where they were told about their new job and were given the details of what they would be paid and so on and so forth. Um, Yotina said that she was ready to leave. She just had some business to deal with inside Tritralum. Um, before they left, they are currently on the outskirts of Tritralum, and Volo warned them that they needed to be cautious when they entered Tritralum, uh, because the artificial intelligence, uh, police force witness would be watching their every move when they were within Tritralum. And that's where we pick up. You guys are in the tavern getting ready to part ways with Volo. Um, Zio, one of your future partners, has already left. Um, and yeah, you guys are getting everything together. You've t taken a short rest, um, theoretically. Not that any of you have done anything. but Oh, wait. Uh, if we took a long rest... You guys would see as uh so uh I guess we're all talking or whatever and uh somebody's just sitting there picking at his fingers or, or his gauntlets, you know, listening to everybody. And all of a sudden a yellow exclamation mark appears above his head. 
<laughs> Starts out like a little dot at first, kind of very unassuming. It looks a little bit like a halo, and then it just kind of pops up. It's a big old exclamation mark with a ding sound <laughs> right over his head. I would love, I would love to go talk to that man. Well, I'm, I'm at the table with you, so I'm right <laughs> oh, across from you. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, young villager, uh, what, what, uh, what, what, uh, what's that above your head? What, what do you mean? Oh, oh, this, oh, uh, you know, this is weird. It's been happening a couple months now, but I just kind of sit around resting. This, this thing will pop up, uh, and, uh, um, I can do so cool things, uh, like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, your name was Mr. With a K? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, okay, Mr. Uh, with a K, what, what do you, do you like to, um, attack things a lot? With your, with your weapons and things? Yeah, I, I cast spells, mostly, yes. Hmm. Maybe this... Not like my brother, he, my brother, he, he uses guns. You have spells. Uh, maybe this one would be good for you. So I, I grab the, I grab the, I touch the exclamation mark, and then a little bit of light comes off it, and it gets a little bit smaller, the exclamation mark, but then I can kind of throw a little ball of yellow light at you, and I give you the, the main plot quest. So whenever your group Uh completes an encounter, the experience, you and the ally each heal for up to 1d6 per commoner level you have. Incredible. Whoa. That's <laughs> so, insane. <ding. laughs> so you gain the main plot quest. I like to imagine wow. a little pop up window comes up unless you read that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I see. Uh, wow, that's very fascinating. Yeah, I was just sitting around one day and uh, this thing came up. I was a little scared at first, but uh, it, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I right. can... Yeah. I, I can do it two more times. I don't know if uh, anybody here uh, who attacks with 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 weapons or fists the most. I think I tend to punch things. Uh, okay, here you go. I did a little same thing. I throw a little yellow light bulb, and you get the kill quest. Whenever I take the attack or help action against a creature, the ally can add your proficiency bonus to all damage rolls against that creature until the start of your next turn. So you can basically add plus two to the damage rolls to anything that I attack or use the help action. Wild. This is a cool class. Uh, <laughs> then I have one more little... The exclamation mark is barely visible, but it's still there. Uh, uh, anybody else? Uh, maybe someone that, um, is not very strong and, and needs to get out of the way of things a lot. I wouldn't mind the ability to dodge, but I don't know if I want your magic herpes. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, how about, uh, well, then how about you, Mr. Uh, uh, what's your name? Pizza. <laughs> how about you, Mr. Pizza? Quail? Jane Comprand? <laughs> Is that a yes? Pizza kind of looks around. He's tapping with his stick or tr- making sure he doesn't trip over anything as we're... I'm assuming we're walking, right? Or did I miss something? Uh, no, this is... You're at the we're table still, still at the table? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's looking around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Who to look to for 
for some cues. Uh, I, I'm doing the same thing, honestly. <laughs> was that a, was that a I yes? I don't think he'd mind very much. I think. Uh, I'm not certain. Undercommon's a little too different. Okay, I throw the last little light bulb at you, and you get the the boring lore quest. So, you and the ally gain once when you would fail an attack or saving throw, you may reroll the die and take the new results. You can only do this if your ideal, your bond, or your flaw is relevant to the situation. You can have no more than three active quests, so it doesn't matter. So basically, you can, if you would fail an attack or saving throw, you may reroll the die and take the number of your souls. Uh, but you can only do that uh, once per long. So it's a one-time use. Boring lore quest. Uh, but I have to tell you something boring about the thing you're doing that helps you <laughs> save from it. So, <laughs> you don't speak any common. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but whatever. <laughs> Ding! Uh, and then the and then the little marking disappears completely. Okay, that will come back into like twenty four hours, and then I can do it all over again. Awesome. All right. So yeah. Um, so uh, MK has one. Uh, did you give one to pizza? I- yeah, I gave one to MK Pizza and to uh, Mr. with a K. Okay. All right. So you guys have those uh, plot points to use as um, as they come into play. Um, as you guys are sitting there talking, Villa says, well, I... I appreciate you all being here. I must be off. I have to get back to Waterdeep. Something about a giant dragon flying towards the city. I don't know <laughs> how that's a problem. And then there's the whole Xanathar wars that I have to... I don't know what they expect me to do about that either, but I signed a contract, so I guess I have to go back. Clarification. You signed a contract with a city. Yeah, yes, yes, MK002. I did. And you are who they call for in their moment of trial? Yes, they need an expert. And he smiles. Of course, carry on. I imagine they're just really desperate. Have you read my book, MK? Here. No, no, no. (laughs) He reaches into his bag that is sitting in a in a chair next to him Please. and pulls out several copies of his book and hands one to each of you. Why so many? Oh, uh, oh wow, I love books. Thank you, Mr. Volo. Uh, You're the greatest. More dead what trees. What language is it written in? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he says, oh, that's that's right. I am uh, Miscusey. Is that French? No, No, I think that's Italian. (laughs) Pardon. And he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a special undercommon version (laughs) of his book. Ah, (laughs) Merci beaucoup. It's about you're blind. We. We. Now they are all they're all autographed, so hold on to those. Those are first edition Volu originals. Those will be worth something one day. How Not- what do you think they're worth as mulch? 
All right, I I have to be off. Um, good luck, everyone. I believe in all of you. Uh, I oh, uh, specifically selected you all for this job, and I know that you will all excel. Mr. Mr. Volos, uh, I have. Uh, wait, did he give us the hundred gold yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering if you could give, um, uh, and I give him eighty gold. If you could give. Uh, this back to my mom and pa back at the back at the farm at the village. Oh yes, yes, my boy. Of course, I will see that they get this immediately. Oh, thank you, Mister Volo. You're the greatest. Thank you for the book. I really appreciate it. I, I won't disappoint you. I hope I hope Miss Yutina the best I can. I'm sure that you will, my boy. And he gives you a big smile and pats you on the shoulder. Well, I must be off. Something, um, lots of uh, beholders. To, I don't know. I'll be. I'll see you all. I'll see you all later. Best of luck. Your money will be sent to you on a weekly basis um, to ensure your payment. And just keep my dear sweet students safe. Um, okay. Bye, Mr. Volo. Yes, we'll do. We'll do our best. And he kind of, he politely smiles and then he strides out the door and starts walking up the road. And Yatina says, well, I reckon we better get going. Is there anything y'all needed to do here in town? Um, I know I got some business to take care of, but I want to make sure that everybody's ready when we start going on our adventure lead the way I don't have any particular needs at the moment oh, oh okay well shall we uh Yotina yeah I reckon we better um we'll go and talk to Madeline's uh husband see if he if he has any recollection of what what might have happened Figure that's as good a place to start as any. All right, well, let's get going. She's, um, they live in Higginvale, um, on the east side of town. Uh, her husband, it's, uh, his name's Arth. Terrible name, but that's his name. <laughs> but we'll go talk to Arth to see what he has to say, if he knows anything. Um, I just heard that she disappeared. It's not like her to just run off like that. But I reckon we'll we'll get going. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to know what happens when we try to cross into town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys all start. Um, you leave uh, the Sheep and Shepherd Tavern um, from Upper Cult, uh, which there's a map in the chat somewhere. Um, so Upper Cult is on the northwest, north-northwest side of the city, just on the outskirts. Uh, this is a region um, that's outside of the city limits, and this is where all of the temples are. Um, because sometimes religion is criminal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, so there's a lot of very pious people wandering around. It's just a separation of church and state. Let's be fair. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people uh, wandering around in robes. Um, there are like six notable buildings um, around this town or around this this area, this district, Upper Cult. Um, the rest of the buildings are like small hovels and um, there's one in there and then there's the Sheep and Shepherd Tavern. Not much to see, but you guys start approaching the uh, the city proper, start approaching a gate uh, to the city and you see that there are several uh, constructs they look similar to MK002. Um, notably, they do have uh, wood uh, like sticking out. Like you can see, like the core of their body does have like bits and pieces of wood within it, and their eyes have a blue light, which um, MK002 seems to be lacking or i think that his eye his eyes light up a different color yes yeah, red oh mr red. okay do you know these um um other robots who these that, that. no villager and he'll get on a knee so he can stare the villager in the eye i don't actually know if he's that much shorter than i just imagine him being like four foot one <laughs> I'm, I'm five six. I think you're way taller than me. He'll stand back up. He'll just look down slightly. Villager, it is inappropriate to assume that all people of one type share an origin. Oh, I didn't mean any offense by it. It's just, uh, you know, I've never seen you, you know, a metal, a metal man before. So I just thought all metal people came from the same place. I understand. There's only one group. Well, we'll get to that. No, I don't know what these are. Oh, okay. Well, they're not thievelings, right? <laughs> He'll stop in his tracks. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> he'll, he'll look in his box and he'll look back up. Are they teeth lights? <laughs> oh, they're not teeth links. He'll close his box. Thank you for reminding me. No. Anytime. <laughs> Is it just a picture of a, of a teeth link? <laughs> you, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> oh my god this character all these characters are just ridiculous oh jesus all right you guys start approaching the the gate the closest gate to the city um and yeah there are several uh warforged that's uh, what we're gonna call them for lack of a better word standing there and they uh <laughs> as you approach them they say Paul welcome to Tritralum I need your names and or designations please designations what's a designation 
Oh, it's just like your rank, young son. Rank? I don't have yes. any rank. Why do you get well, rank? You just give your name. It's as simple as that. Oh, I okay. confidently stride up with my golden color just shimmering in the air. I am Coco Falto. Interesting. Welcome to Tritralum, Coco Falto. You have been registered by witness. We will be monitoring your actions while in our city. You may pass. I just take my steps, my strides through. Yeah, you walk right past them after, after they look you over pretty cr- pretty closely, and um, you get you get the feeling that um, something happened. You're not quite sure what happened, but something happened. You feel do like sen- do I sense you- any type of magical disturbance? Uh, yeah, you you sense like a presence of sorts, like lingering over you. Mm. So, mammoth back at the farm, mm-hmm. which I didn't live in a farm; I lived in a hovel. But the village had a farm, and in that village, there was this blind goat that I would often take care of. <laughs> Because it was so defenseless, and you know the farmer didn't really want it. So I'd I'd be like, "Oh, Mister, I'll take care of the I'll take care of the goat, and I'll make sure it's good, and and you just have to keep it here." And we had a de- I had a deal with the farmer, right? And then I would milk the blind goat or whatever. And you know, pizza. He's blind, so he kind of reminds me of my buddy, the blind goat. To clarify, pizza's not quite blind. We are out in the dark now, correct? <laughs> correct. Yeah, so he's been walking around relatively normally with his stick in front of him. So what's the stick for? It missed, what's the stick for? It's, the You're light. Not it's high light levels. He can't see in high light levels. Wait, it's dark? This, the stick is part of his halberd, and he just happens to use it as a walking cane in the high light levels. Uh, so right now, are you doing that? No. It just happens to be sticking out forward because it's a, you know, a seven-foot-long halberd haft. Uh, well, somebody's not smart enough to put all that together. So to me, he just looks like a <laughs> Sorry, blind man. guy. That's around. my fault. So I'm like next to, I'm, I'm pretty much next to Pizza, just kind of uh, helping him walk, clearing his way, just taking all obstacles <laughs> out of his way to make sure he doesn't like trip or fall or anything. So he reminds me of my blind goat, and I know my blind goat had a lot of difficulty. Getting around sometimes. Pizza appreciates that. He gets so, the sentiment and he appreciates it. So I'm, I'm following Pizza around, basically, and I'm keeping an eye on him, which will come to play when we take a long rest, which is why I derailed this. So I'm just setting things up. All right, you keep going now. Okay. Who walks through next? I will register. Hello, witness. <laughs> witness me. Greetings. <laughs> State your name. Model number MK002. MK002. You will be monitored by witness while within Tritralum. Do you understand this? Affirmative. Please proceed. MK will walk through to the other side. 
Okay. Who's next? I guess uh, I'll walk forward. Well, uh, my name is uh, Eric with a K. Eric with a K. E R I K. <laughs> Please state last name. <laughs> uh, last last name with a K. God, I love this trope so much. Last name with a K does not compute. <laughs> at what point? At what point does the uh, AI explode and the whole city catches on fire? <laughs> does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. Hmm. I shake. Okay, so at that at that point, uh, well, I guess you could tell Mammoth. Honestly, I don't. I'm not positive what's going on, so I'm gonna. Leave, okay, but that's fine. Okay, so at this point, uh, another man who looks very similar to Eric with a K. Um, he's wearing a different colored suit. Um, he says, uh, "Eric, Eric, is that you? Oh, James, James." <laughs> It's good to see you. <laughs> what just happened? Well, I, you're having trouble getting to the city, are you? Yes, yes, I am. Well, uh, I, I'll I'll take it from here. How's how's that sound? <laughs> are, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Oh, of course, I'm sure. Are you tagging in the character? No, there's tagging it out. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll head out. Sorry. <laughs> Who's older? Is James is James Bronze yes. your big brother? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was very very fitting that your big brother comes in and fixes things. <laughs> I go up to the witness and say, uh, my name is uh Bronze, James Bronze. James oh Bronze. God. You <laughs> You just realize what that is? <laughs> oh my god. All right. No, I've been listening. It's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> James Bronze, you will be registered and monitored by witness while within Tritralum. Do you understand? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Very well. You may proceed. Mr. Pizza, would you like to go next? <laughs> <laughs> ne comprend. Oh, yes, you're but just like that seeing flying everybody else goat. Going through the door. Yeah, Pizza seeing everybody else going through the door would just attempt to follow him through. Okay. Let's see how <laughs> that goes. <laughs> I, I, I'm following Mr. Pizza to make, you know, because mm-hmm. make sure he doesn't trip. Okay. Yeah, as you approach, um, the uh, the Warforge says, Welcome to Tritralum. Please state your name. You will be registered. Ah, uh, under common. Bienvenue a uh, Tritralum. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. That, 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 that deserves a DM inspiration. Yeah, it does. DMs, DMs do we vote to give Mammoth inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> I vote. I vote. <laughs> Vues indicare votar nom vusarez and registre et survey parun witness pendant votar sejur a trachara. 
Juicy pizza. Juicy. <laughs> you just said I am pizza. You didn't say my name. <laughs> I don't speak French. <laughs> this is gonna be such a mess. <laughs> I know. I fucked up real bad. <laughs> Yeah, the war for his last season. Proceed there. <laughs> Merci. Say, it's easiest to learn a new language when you're in a country where nobody understands you and you have to learn the new language or else you don't eat. Uh, yep. <laughs> or you steal food, you know, which are to... I mean, that's also yeah, an you option. Know, there's options. <laughs> also, I'm sorry to anybody who speaks French that heard me say all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit sorry too, but not really. Oh, and once they hear this episode, they ne- will never be that. They'll popular. never come no, back. We'll, we'll all get banned. It's okay. It's just one country we can't go to ever without being completely ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> I have no shame. Oh God! <laughs> Look, as long as we don't get shamed on New Zealand, I'm okay. <laughs> Oh God! They don't speak French, so we'll be fine. <laughs> Both are sacred. We we do not we do not do anything that'll get ashamed out of them. I mean, I well, I mean, Fenris was um, Australian, but I think he was very good. Um, anyhow, um, so who hasn't gone through yet? I think it's this is me. Somebody, yeah. Uh, my name is somebody. Somebody, welcome to Tri Trialum. You will be monitored by witness upon entering this city. Do you understand? Um, yes. Very well. Proceed. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, what? Give it with that rock, Mister Mister Pizza. Give this rock out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Uh, you guys find yourselves in Tritralum proper, which is a beautiful city. It's um, just absolutely immaculate. Like, the streets are clean. Uh, the um, Everything's nice. Everything's clean. The roads are clear. There's no like horse poop anywhere. There's no people like l- loitering around any buildings or anything like that. It's just like it's like Duloc from Shrek. Just the perfect place. It's the perfect town that we have. To- yeah. Wow, this place is cleaner than my mama's living room after Thanksgiving. Is yeah, that it's. We- it's real nice around here. They it's it's cause of witness. They um you, if you litter in in Tritralum, you go to jail for six months. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow. Six months, huh? I found the best thing to do is just don't um just keep Come your hands here. in your pockets. <laughs> oh. And don't make any sudden moves. Definitely don't ever pull out any weapons or anything, especially if you see any any of those fellas. They're uh, they're real they're real jumpy. They they take everything as a threat. So 
just keep your heads down and we gonna head over to Higginvale and find Arth. I think he might be working actually because it's it's getting dark and he's a lamp lighter. That's what he does for a living. So might have to look for him for a little bit. Yes, you know some places fancy where they got lamp lighters. Everybody just kind of goes around on night feeling everything until they get where they're going back in my place. <laughs> Ugh, this day-night cycle is so inconvenient. You know, back where I come from, it's always just about dawn or dusk. Nobody's really certain about that one. Yeah, I've I've heard that. I've heard that about uh, the Feywild. They, I mean, it, it depends on where you're at. If you start walking too far one direction, it's just going to always be nighttime. Anyway, I'm just rambling because I'm a smart Alex. Sometimes I'm sorry. Anyhow, we better get going. Um, we don't hurry up. It's going to be daylight and he's going to be in his house sleeping. And she starts heading off towards the uh, the southeast, towards Higginvale, which is um, it's like a residential area. It's all houses. They're all exactly every house looks exactly the same. Um, there are street lamps, um, and they're all spaced exactly thirty five feet apart, each one. Um, and it's uh it's pretty quiet you can see um you guys spend some time probably 20 30 minutes and after some time you see um that there are lamps um that are being turned on uh every couple of seconds like down a line and you know tina goes oh i bet i bet that's him right there Arth, is that you Arth, where you at? Slow down. Slow down. You know I got shit. Slow down. All right. And she starts heading off towards where the the lamps are being lit. Um, I guess we'd follow, right? We'd stick right behind her? Yeah. Objection to that. Yeah. MK002, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Oh, God. Oh. Perception. Come on, use your robot sensors. You're so perceptive. Three. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. Malfunctioning. Wow. That's, that's that not, wasn't that one. That's incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, no, nothing weird. You're good. He's looking um, at me frantically. He's looking in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I imagine that's what's actually happened is you're just staring into your into the box as you're walking. Okay. Oh no. Alright. That's fine. Oh Bye. Mr. Pizza, what's up with that garbage can? They might kill you inside if you knock that over. I move a garbage can away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, is the half of his halberd is kind of bouncing along uncontrolled in front of him because he can see because he's looking around at things and enjoying the sights of the city. With a bit of a dumb drow smile on his face. Yeah. Do you wear do you wear sunglasses? Uh, basically, yeah. So they're um, if you were ever in the Boy Scouts and you made like snowpack glasses for an emergency, it's the same concept that goes back to Eskimos uh, way back yon. Ah, uh, I know. I see exactly. 
up. That was the chitin or bone thing that he slid down over his eyes walking into the bar. Because it was too bright. Awesome. All right. Yeah, you guys are you're walking down the street. Um it's it's a pretty pretty nice night. Um it's a little bit uh, a little bit cold because it is the middle of spring. Um but it's not terrible. It's not the worst night. The streets are clear, there's no snow on the ground. Everything's very nice. Just so nice, so very, very nice. Couldn't be anything malicious in this town at all. Um, it's it's just perfect. Um, but yeah, eventually you guys catch up to this um, this gentleman. He's wearing a um, he's wearing commoner's clothes. Looks very similar to what somebody is wearing, except it's like <laughs> a little bit cleaner. A lot cleaner, actually. And this then, person is a drow too, right? No, this is a human. This is no, a human man. Saying. And Eotina comes up and says, uh, Arth, is that Arth? Arth, Arth, turn around. Hey, it's me. Um, I brought my friends. They was hoping, I was hoping that we could talk to you about, um, about Madeline. Um, how you doing? You okay? And he just, this gentleman is just like the saddest looking dude. Um, his eyes are all red and puffy. Thank God it's not a crime to cry in the streets here. Um, they're working on that legislation. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just looks absolutely miserable. And he says, oh, um, Yotina, it's good to see you. And he look he looks um down and away. Um Yeah, we uh we came to talk to you about Madeline. How um I I'm no good at these kind of things. Um any of y'all have experience questioning people? And she looks for all of you. Yeah, I guess uh, James Bronze will step forward and say, uh, well, uh, young Missy, uh, I'm actually uh, a uh, pro-detective. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually pretty well known. I have known my brother, uh, Eric with a K. Mother is uh, uh, Kara with a C. We're half-brothers. <laughs> See, there's the joke. <laughs> ha Anyway. You're fired. It's her maiden name, right? How does it work? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, um, what's going on? <laughs> we're we're in front of Arth, right? Yep. And Arth knows about, or possibly knows about who we're going for. Madeline. Um, yeah, it's his wife, and she is missing. So Yotina figured that the best place to start would be with him. Okay. Uh, well, Mr. Arth, uh, my, my name's uh, Bronze, James Bronze. You may have heard of me. I, 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 think, I think I might have. Yeah, Well, uh, sure. Uh, I would like to, uh, do you have any information about, uh, about your wife? Uh, anything at all? Have, where has she been the last couple of days? Like, what has she been up to? Do you have any leads? Um, do you have any, like, of her clothing? Maybe we could track her. I don't know if anyone 
uh, I look towards um, somebody and I uh, do you have a, a scrying? What's what, what's a scrying? That, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, if you have any any information, uh, we would be very happy. Um, yeah. Um, so she was. I. She went missing two days ago. Um, I was out working, and when I came home, she was gone. Hmm didn't look like any of her things were missing um everything was exactly how it was how it was left um she is she's a drow uh-huh. like him and he points towards um pizza. towards pizza pizza looks over hearing the word drow Oh, uh, it's okay, Pizza. Don't be startled. Oh, it's just our friend talking to us. It's okay. <laughs> Jenny comprend. Yes, yes. Jenny comprend. Jenny comprend. I know. I know. Well, uh, you said uh, she's been gone for two days. Um, does, does she have any enemies or anyone that uh, that may have wanted to take her? Um, not, not in the city. I mean, that's the part that doesn't make sense is that anyone who comes into the city is registered. I'm sure that you all just went through that. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> we had a run in with my brother. He couldn't get in. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... Okay. Well, that's that's the part that I don't understand, is that if anyone came into the city and committed a crime, then witness would come find them. So mm. I I don't think she was taken, but I don't know for sure. I mean, it doesn't make sense that she would be taken. Mr. Bronze. Yes. You failed to ask him the most important question. Oh, I apologize. Uh, are you a tiefling, sir? <laughs> no, n- no, no, I'm a human. Good. <laughs> I, I like to. Okay. <laughs> the second most important question, Mr. Bronze, ask him if she was going anywhere outside of the city limits. That is true. Was she going outside the city limits? Um, I, I've never witnessed her going out of the city limits. Uh, we have two small daughters that she spends yes. almost all of her time with. Um, so I, I don't think she's ever taken them outside of the city. Are your daughters missing too? N- no, no, they're at home. By themselves? <laughs> Ask him what a terrible father looks like. Ask him, Mr. Bronze. Bronze, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Uh, can we can we talk to your daughters? Um, I suppose so. They're at home. Yes. Uh, we you should uh, take us there. 
I don't know where you live. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good of a detective. I don't know where you live, asshole. Point me in the direction. Um, yo, yo, Tina, um, can you take them? You know that I can't leave work. I'll get arrested. <laughs> right. Maybe she's in jail. It's just like people get arrested for almost everything here. Oh, that's a good point. No. When, when someone gets arrested, it goes into the newspapers. Mm. Oh. Town cry. That's the first place I looked because I've, I mean, one of the hazards of living in the city is that you have to always have bail money. Um, <laughs> you, might, you might accidentally get arrested. So we have, we have, we have jail insurance here. Jail insurance. Uh, question, question. Have we seen anybody with a newspaper? In walking, you can't carry it, it's too heavy. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no one has, you haven't seen anyone with a newspaper. It's too heavy to carry, nobody walks around these. It's just a nightmare. Or they're afraid that the wind will blow a a sheaf of paper loose. (laughs) Well, um, uh, Mr. Arth, uh, before we go, um, uh, do you know anything about the the witness uh, around here? Do they do is the their information uh, made to the public? That's what I'm asking. Um, as as far as I know, um, what 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 do you mean the the arrest records and things? Their track records. Uh, if people have left the city, come into the city, all that stuff. Oh, I I don't think that that I don't think that's ever written down anywhere. I think it's just registered in their um, mind. I, I'm not sure what what that is or how that works, but I don't think there are any written records. I see. MK, can you uh can you hack? <laughs> hack hack what? Hack into the the witness system. <laughs> No. Hmm. Mr. Arf. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, hi, nice to meet you, Mr. Arf. I'm somebody. It's, it's a lovely to meet you. Uh, I shake his hand. Um, do you, does your, your wife, uh, I believe, Madeline, if I call her name correctly? Yes. Does Madeline. she uh, have a place she goes? Yeah. Does she have a place she goes to every day or, or like a, like her favorite spot that she attends? Um, no, she's, she's been, she's been a bit of a homebody as long as I've known her. Um, open spaces mm. frighten her. Has she made any new friends lately? Uh, maybe been, been talking with someone a lot lately or mentioning the name lately a lot um i don't i don't recall i don't think so. no no but she hardly talks to me um i think it's a cultural a cultural barrier um she's she's a drow um they're very different from normal people, but she's a good person. Who does she talk to if she doesn't talk to you? Oh, she talks to our daughters, um, Rebecca and Cecilia. 
I'm sorry, and maybe I missed this uh, earlier. I was taking care of uh, uh, Mr. Pizza. He was uh, drooling a little bit. Um, do you know? <laughs> um, when did she go missing? How long? About uh, two two days ago. Two day, forty eight hours. Okay. Oh, were the daughter's name Cecilia and what? Rebecca. Oh man, this is a toughie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I uh, I think we should go talk to uh, uh, Rebecca and Cecilia for sure. Oh, uh, if... let me gather one last piece of information. I pull out a sketch pad. Um, would you be willing to help describe your wife's face? Since we don't exactly know what she looks like, it would be very helpful. Oh, yes, of course. She, oh, beautiful. She has a very... Um, Shoulder-length white hair, um, bluish, bluish-black skin, and she has a a very narrow nose, sharp eyebrows. She looks like she's always disgusted. <laughs> um- I would like to roll a performance check to see how accurate I make this based off his description. If I may. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, that's an 18 in total, sir. Okay. Yeah, you do a very good job with the description that he's given you. Is, is this accurate enough that you'd recognize it? give her my police sketch up. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes it and looks at it and says, yes, that's that's her. Um, that's incredible. I'm so sorry you lost your wife. It's quite tragic, isn't it? I'm tearing up as I take the notebook back. I could just, oh, and I rush and I give him a hug. <laughs> he hugs you back. Very... <laughs> It's gonna be okay. I promise. I I I hope so. Okay. Oh well, I I better get back to work. Um, and you better hurry. You've probably been talking to us for about twenty minutes, and you're really far behind on your work. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can't go to jail today. It's a bad day to go to jail. Your daughters um, would literally have nobody out there to defend them. That would be absolutely tragic. <laughs> Yeah. Um. I thank thank you, you know, Tina. You you know where the key is. It's just go and talk to them if they're awake. If they're not awake, um, you can try to wake them up. Just be careful. You they're they're temperamental. All right, I gotta go. I'm I'm falling behind. Goodbye. 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 Farewell. What a brave soul, trudging on despite all of his loss. Yo, Tina. Yes. I just thought we should ask, are we being paid for this? This doesn't <laughs> seem like research that Vola would pay for. Well, this this one's going to come out of my pocket, um, admittedly. Um, but you'll still get paid for today. We have yet to atter- Wait. Never mind. We get paid weekly. 
It just crossed my mind that we were paid weekly. <laughs> that was daily. We get paid daily, but ultimately we get the paycheck comes in on the week. Well, we already got the 100 gold, guys. We, we earn five a day, and then we get paid 35 out a week. Yeah, but we already got the 100. Yeah, that was the down payment. We started earning after we took that money. Please proceed, Yotina. All right, well, um, we better go back this way. We walked right past their house. Oh. Um, but it's right, it's right here. It's just... It, it's just standing okay. right in front of it. He literally said that. <laughs> One candle. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get back up here and we'll go talk to... To, to Cecilia and Becky, it's um, they're a little bit different. They're strange. Um, just uh, um, boy, all y'all is fellas. I forgot. Don't don't look them directly in the eye. If you talk to them, look past them. Uh, wait, why? Oh, they just have a complex. At least that's my understanding. Yeah, they're uh, they 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 got um, drow people have some tendencies on towards sexism, and it's in the opposite direction that most people have it. So it's um, yeah, it, it's just it's an interesting thing, and they might get upset and try to stab you. So just don't look them directly in the eye. MK002 has no gender. Does this apply? You know, that's a good point. We'll have to find out. So I guess look them in the eye. I don't know. Affirmative. <laughs> I mean, this is, what, this, no is, this is what we're this is what we're in this in this for is research. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to get I might be able to get Volo to pay for this if I can <laughs> comp it. <laughs> I think I, I I I like this idea. Thank you, MK002. You all you are so helpful helping me find a way to ensure that I don't have to pay for this out of pocket. Well, let's get going. They're just right up here. <laughs> MK always just full of good ideas. What a good MK. Oh God. All right. Hey, maybe please see the daughters. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the daughters. Um you guys walk like literally literally like five hundred feet back up the road. And Yotina goes, Oh, this is spot. Yep. And it's a it's an unassuming house, just like literally every other house um, that's on the street. They all look exactly the same. Is there a pink flamingo in every front yard? No, that would that's too tacky. You'd get arrested for that. <laughs> to Florida, mm-hmm. literally. The issue here is killer. <laughs> yep, you have a good stray wind come through, and then they got to start arresting people. <laughs> um but yeah just, yeah this this one this here's the place hold on just one second 
and she she walks up to a welcome mat and lifts it up and pulls the key out. All right, well, I guess we'll go talk to the girls, see see how they doing, see if they know anything. And she unlocks the door and she says, "Rebecca, Cecilia, we uh, it, it's your it's your auntie, Auntie Otina. I'm here to see you." And it's quiet for a minute. And then you see two, eh, like, 12-year-old girls that are um, have a light blue complexion, not quite as dark as uh, pizza. But it's obvious that these are half-elf um, drow girls. They're wearing... Um, like uh commoner's clothing, but it's uh finer looking than your standard commoner's clothing. Is pizza able to tell that they are uh half drow? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty oh. clear. Okay, with that he will he will hesitantly drop down to his knees, folded forward with his hands up, and say, uh Jete Suman Matre, which is basically <laughs> I submit to you, mistresses. <laughs> Oh, oh no, P- Mr. Pizza, did you trip? Oh no, sorry, I wasn't looking. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of look towards you um, approvingly, and they start to descend um, from the second landing um, of this house, and they walk up to Yotina, and they stand taller than her. They say, "Hi, Yotina." Um, what's going on? Oh, aren't they just adorable? Yeah, they're they're cute. Um, careful now. Yeah, well, honey, um, these these people are here to help me try to find your mama. Um, but we just wanted to talk with you and see if you knew anything about about them. Now, this. And she points over towards James Bronze. This is this is Mr. Bronze. Now he's a friend of mine, and he's gonna ask you some questions. And I need you to promise me that y'all are gonna behave. All right? We're trying to find your mama. I Auntie you're so silly. I should state that they're alternating like every time one of them stops like finishes a sentence the next the next line is um picked up by the other sister. Ah, that's fine. All right. Hi. Well, I, now I'm scared, Mammoth. <laughs> you're scared of the twin half elf girls? Yep. Yep, half to half drow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh James Bronze, he'll he'll pull out a uh, pair of glasses. Um, and put them on and say, uh, uh, it's, it's nice to meet you, uh, two young ladies. Uh, uh, I was just, we want to know what your mother would have told you uh, of her whereabouts. Or do you know anything of where she might go? Anything at all? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we haven't seen her in, in a couple of days. We're really scared. Um, yes. She she told us that our um that our grandma might come looking for her. 
Your grandma. Yeah, we've we've never met her. Yeah, um, she said that um, she ate, and she hasn't she hasn't talked much about it. She's she's been really insistent about our place as the the leaders of our family. That's why he and she points at pizza. Is acting like that. He's still down here, by the way. So you said your grandma escaped, or your mother escaped from your grandma? Right. Um, our mother. She she got away. Um. Was your grandmother like cruel to her? I don't. I I I guess so. She said that where they came from was a bad place. Do you know where that place is? Um, she said it was underground. Indeed. Far away from here. And underground. Aha! Uh-huh. I don't... I don't understand. I, it, none of this makes sense. She, she wouldn't leave us. Oh, of course not. But, uh... I, I have a hunch of where she might be. I see. Well, if she said she said it was underground, right? And the the witness they they track if people are in or out. If they go in out, they obviously pass uh, a witness if they're in the city, correct? Um, I, I guess so. Well, yes. In that case, they're underground, and that's how they got out, and that's how your grandmother probably got in. Like the sewer? Of course. Mr. Bronze, are you proposing that we go into a sewer? To track them? For sure. I see. Could you please ask these two small creatures the most important question? <laughs> uh, ladies, uh, you wouldn't know if your grandmother is a tiefling, would you? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, our, our mother is a pure drow. She might be a demon, but she's probably a drow. Probably. Okay. Uh, does anyone else have any other questions? I help, uh, I help pizza, Mr. Pizza up if he ever gets up on the floor. I'm not sure if he's still down there. He's still down there and he fights your assistance to get up. Because he has not been commanded to rise. No, no, it's okay, Mister Pizza. Just I know. Mom, use, mom. use, use my hand. No. Use, yeah. Bring as your, bring your body weight on me. Yeah, as as this is going on, um, one of them, um, says, uh, yeah, yeah, there. And then she speaks to you in undercommon and says that you're free to do as you wish. They, they're telling you that you're free to do what you want, but I mean, you've been told that a thousand times and been kicked in the teeth, so. Yep, exactly. <laughs> he hesitantly leans back to kind of sit on his ankles and, and buttocks, basically. So kind of a seated on the knees position. Oh, God. All right, yeah. Yeah, you sit, you sit back on your, on your butt, and they just they kind of look at you and give you, like, a a smile like a very slight smile and 
then they they look back at uh James Bronze and they say the, the only thing that we found that was missing was a pendant that she had. Oh yes. It was a it was a spider pendant. Uh-huh. It was made of onyx black. Oh, and it had eight small rubies set in it for the eyes. We couldn't find it anywhere. Our father didn't know anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. So we haven't been able to tell him about it because it would probably make him uncomfortable. I whip up my sketchbook and hold a drawing of the spider pendant, make certain it's accurate. Okay. Give me another performance. Nat one <laughs> plus five, six total. Yeah, they're like. Uh, that, that's not quite it. Um, oh, oh dear. Oh no, I'm so sorry. That's. My bad. I, I tear out the paper and I crumple it up and try to redraw. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they describe it and. Um, it's um it's all that she had from from her time with her family she kept it i'm not sure why but that was gone and she was gone and we couldn't find anything else that was missing okay can you run a scan on that uh on that (laughs) on that drawing and see if you can uh, initiating survey the surrounding initiating orbital scan no no i can't (laughs) I'm sorry, I, I put the wrong number of legs in it. So I'm just, I'm so frazzled. This is not an arachnid. Arachnid have eight legs. What is this? Should I use scarlet or should I use something closer to an orange red? I'm not quite certain what color rubies would look best on this. Um, ha- has anybody tried to ask the the robots outside? You know, the watch or the watchers. Or whatever, the, the robots, witness. the witness. Yes, thank you. The witness, will, if they've seen her. Uh, that was my next thought. Um, uh, uh, from what I understood from Mister Arth, uh, they don't necessarily give out that information, but we can definitely try. Has anybody told them she's missing? Great question. That is a good question. Two small girls. Have you reported your mother's absence in your family hierarchy? Yes. Um, our dad was the one that found out she was missing, and then he reported it to witness. Fantastic. Then it appears that this mission is in the appropriate hands. Yotina, we have completed your quest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we did. I'm not fully certain. I mean, wouldn't they have found them by now? This witness is so efficient, are they not? Oh, dear me. Maybe it takes three days to find a missing person. Perhaps we should ask witness how one might sneak out of the city unobserved. (laughs) (laughs) If they need information like that, so willy-nilly. In my experience, our kind is very straightforward and honest. 
only when they're told not to give something away, right? Or when they aren't told to not give something away. What are you implying? Sentence structure. Let's go find a witness, right? Any other leads here? No, I think we've got what we need here. Thank you, two ladies, uh, very much. We will do our best to find your mother. Aside from walking around and looking for a hole in the ground, I don't know what all we can find at the house. How how big of a piece of property is this land? Does it have its own yard? Uh, no. Um, it's more, like, sim- more similar to uh, the Troll Skull, right? Everything's cobblestone around it. Yep, everything, and like it's just building, building against building. Um, stacked like right next to each other I don't have any spells that would be something that could be used to find people I think we're a little too low level for something like that to come into play yet Um, are there manhole covers anywhere near the house where somebody can make a quick escape to Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me okay um, alphabetical order. That is a seventeen. No, fourteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to find a manhole cover. There are several of them, um, all evenly spaced at sixty feet apart. There's one directly in front of um, the. Uh, the Sursk residence. Okay. Well, escape wouldn't be too difficult if they really wish to dive into the underground. But I guess it would be best to ask the witnesses to see if they know anything as far as immediate details, points of entry. Well, or do I you agree. If there's an exact time they would have disappeared. Now that you've discovered this manhole, does it appear to have been recently moved? Do we want to investigate that closely? It does appear oddly spaced to be directly in front <laughs> of the house. Well, she she um disappeared two days ago, so you know any recent movement. Does it appear, Kenny? Does it appear to be like off centered? I assume every manhole cover in the city is facing the exact same direction. Is there one that's a little weird? Is this one different than any of the others? Yeah, that'd be the kind of thing I look for. Like maybe the other ones are welded shut because they're not intended to be accessed. Something to that effect. Yeah, go ahead and make a, an investigation check if you want to investigate this manhole cover. Do you have the role? I'll assist you so you can get advantage. Um, I think someone else should do it. <laughs> I will assist because mine isn't terribly high, but I am trained. You said investigation or uh, investigation. the other one? Uh, Detective Bronze, proceed. Okay. And I have advantage? Yes, I am assisting. Not the best. <laughs> um, 13. 13. Um, it looks... You take a look at this thing, and it's very... like You look at this one, and then you walk 60 feet down to the next one. You look mm-hmm. at that one, and then you walk back to that one. Then you walk 60 feet the other direction and look at that one. Um, the two on each end, the manhole cover, the script on it was facing in one direction. The one in the middle is, like, turned sideways. 
Mm-hmm. So it's turned uh, 90 degrees from the direction of the other two, which that dog don't hunt. That doesn't make any sense here. Everything's perfect. And then there's this one thing that's like, doesn't make sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, someone's been messing with this recently. Well, uh, I assume that uh, they tried to cover their tracks. See how this man covers at a 90 degree angle than the other ones? They probably tried to make it look symmetrical uh, to the city, but they neglected to look at the other manhole covers. Mm. I do believe you caught on to something. I'm slowly turning gold. Coco, did we want to pursue Sentinel to discover if it is illegal to go in the in the sewers? And by Sentinel, I mean witness. I don't think we are technically leaving the city. That would be very much something that would be just be micromanaging. I don't think it's necessary. From the context, <laughs> Pizza can tell that uh, we're trying to lift this lid up. Can I do that with my telekinetic movement? Um, Large object or smaller? Do you have to make any kind of check for it? Uh, no, I just have to do it. Um, but it's okay. once per short rest, unless I expend a psionic energy die. Okay. To do it yeah, again. you can do. It. All right, I'll pick it up and just slide it off to the side. Okay. Do sirens start blaring immediately? <laughs> no, no, nothing happens. See, what did I say? We're still in the city. No laws have been broken. Wow, Mister Pizza, that was amazing. How did you do that? Incredible. Je ne comprends. Oh. <laughs> je ne comprends, je ne comprends. Yeah, je ne comprends indeed. <laughs> uh, Yotina, would you like to stay here? Um, well, I really feel like I ought to at least be down there with you. Um, that way we can do the research. Oh, the research. Did they look, did you look into their faces? Yes. They didn't do anything. All right. Well, I think that I still consider that research, even though I had a suspicion that if I gave them a lecture, they wouldn't do nothing. But that's all right. I'll I'll be able to get Volo to pay for this uh, little excursion. Anyhow, I'm a I'm gonna go with you because I really want to make sure my friend's all right. Oh, good idea. And that reminds me, MK will hurl his signed copy of Volo's book straight into the sewer, <laughs> right where it belongs. No. Do any sirens go off? <laughs> yeah, it's a crime <laughs> to to throw away Vola's book in. But I mean, it's it's littering. <laughs> that is not littering. It is placing something where it belongs. Witness understands. I think this is a good place to stop. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Astria D and D presents Yotina's Mercenaries Episode Two. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to us. If you would stop um, on your way out and leave us a rating and review, uh, it would really help us out a lot. It gives us some visibility. People can find us a little bit easier. If this is your first episode, what are you doing? Go back to episode one and listen to that one. And if you have, if if you're really bored, go back to episode session zero. Listen to that one. Um, Thanks so much for checking us out. It really does mean the world to us. Um, we'll see you next time. Bye. Stay bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. bye.
Ciao. Au revoir. Astria D&D shenanigans. Good luck with the robotic filter, General. <laughs> it's gonna be a, gonna be a <laughs> lot of it. These next few episodes. I like this witness concept so much. <laughs> I want to give a hypothetical. We're out in the middle of the ocean, some dinghies. Oh, uh, it's really hard to row. All these oars are very long. Man sticks his head out from the side in the water. Oh, hey there, Eric. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. No, that was... No, my... Yeah, okay, so the whole idea was I, I wanted to play James Bronze uh, just because, and I wanted to play Eric with a K as well, but I was eventually going to change James Bronze, but this is the only thing that came to mind. It's like, well, okay. if I can't get in, I'll just do it now. All right, well, that was, that was really just a fun joke. And apparently it was solid, so. No, I like it. It's fine. He just immediately taps out. I'm done, guys! <laughs> Who's older? Is James is James Bronze yes. your big brother? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was very very fitting that your big brother comes in and fixes things. <laughs> All right. I think that that's a good place to stop for this episode. Thanks everybody so much for checking out um Astro D presents Yotina's Mercenaries, episode three. Like I said, if this is your first episode. Two. Is this two? Two. General, edit all this out. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start over. Uh, I think this is a good place to stop. <laughs>